I'm Andy Fitzsimmons. I'm your Washington Realtors Legal Hotline lawyer, and I'm joined by my friend Camden Schutte. Camden, who are you and where are you from? I'm Camden Schutte, the designated broker for Coldwell Banker 360 team and 360 property management on Whidbey and Fidalgo Islands. Thanks on, for having me. On Whidbey and Fidalgo Islands, which makes him particularly well qualified to discuss Form 11 or the referral agreement that your firm wants you to use when you either make or receive a referral. Camden, why do I say it's important to you on Whidbey and Fidalgo Islands? Well, it's important anywhere, but you have to know the market you're working in and know when you're outside of your expertise. The law requires us to work within our knowledge. And when you're outside your expertise, it's a great time to make a referral. And Form 11 or any of your, your, your firm may have a specific form, but use a referral agreement. So there's a form for that. Okay. So when I look at Form 11, it is a skinny little form, yep. right? There's not a lot to Form 11. Are you telling me that you would use Form 11 to make a referral like just across town? Sure. What about across the state? Absolutely. Across the country? What if you're gonna make a referral to somebody in Colorado? Yeah, the form still works. There's some specific like MLS number and some of those things on there you might not have, but the foundation, the body of the form would still work great for that. Okay. Again, we're not advocating Form 11 specifically, but we are advocating use of a referral agreement. Let me give you an example. Because on Form 11, is there space to write specific agreements or terms of agreement? Absolutely. Okay, here's an example. This came from a hotline question very recently. A broker made a referral within her firm to another broker. She was representing two buyers who both wanted to purchase the same property. The referring broker wrote an offer for one buyer, had to refer the other buyer out. The referred buyer ended up not purchasing this property. There was no term of agreement in this referral agreement that said the buyer was gonna come back to the referring broker. So the buyer didn't come back to the referring broker. The referred broker kept the buyer. They could have had a term of agreement in their referral agreement that specified that, but they didn't. And then when the referred buyer purchased something else, the referring broker said, where's the referral fee? And the referred broker said, there was no agreement in our referral, in, in your referral of this buyer that said that, that you were gonna get a referral fee on any property other than the one that you referred the buyer to purchase. So there was a dispute within their firm, and I will tell you that in that firm, that designated broker took control and solved the problem, which is what should have happened. But I use it as an illustration to say, make sure that you include the terms of agreement in your referral agreement that are important to you in this transaction. It might be within your office, it might be in another state but you need to make sure that, that the agreement is robust enough to include the agreements that are actually important to you. Absolutely, it's like any transaction because DOL refers to, they look at a referral as a transaction. And so as a firm, we have to keep those. But just like any transaction document you're writing, make sure that what you write is clear and everyone's on this, it brings everybody on the same page and there's no ambiguity in there. Exactly, 100%. And I want to follow up on what you just said, that DOL calls a referral a transaction. Yeah. So I'm putting the word transaction in air quotes because under the Washington Administrative Code, the, the, the regulatory code that DOL, Department of Licensing, enforces, the Department of Licensing does in fact consider a referral agreement to be one aspect of the term transaction. And it's significant because for every transaction, again, a defined term, there is a requirement that the firm maintain a transaction folder. Again, a defined term. What, for example, has to be in the firm's transaction folder? Well, at minimum, you need to have that written agreement 
and material communication. In every transaction? Every order. transaction. So if a referral is a transaction and every transaction has to have a transaction folder, then brokers and designated brokers alike hear what we're saying. You must have within the firm a transaction folder that includes at a minimum the agreement itself, the referral agreement, and all material correspondence around that agreement. And the material correspondence could flesh out the terms that are missing if there are any missing from your referral agreement. So make sure you have that. And, and brokers, remember, you need to get this to your firm. By, by law, you're supposed to get it there within two days, but you at least need to get it there. I mean, we've had it come, where funds have come in, we've got a referral check come in, and we don't know who to give it to because we haven't gotten the referral agreement. I bet that doesn't happen anymore, right? No. Not in your firm. <laughs> it better not. If you have questions on this topic or any other, please uh, visit warealtor.org, follow the links to the legal hotline, and ask me a question. Thank you for being a Washington Realtors member.